You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Smiley the dog. I am a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm super smiley. I'm a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I'm a pony and we share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I'm a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm Smiley the dog. Woof and Super Smiles, welcome to a Super Smiley adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, the pet lifestyle coach, here with my possum sidekick, Super Smiley, the national spokes dog for the American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards. He's reminding everyone to vote for their favorite hero dog at HeroDogAwards.org. The Hero Dog Awards is an amazing star-studded event, and I mean major animal-loving stars like Betty White and Victoria Stilwell, all out to honor the bond between humans and dogs, with categories including service dogs, search and rescue dogs, hearing dogs, and all of them are heroes. And as the pet lifestyle coach, I travel the country with Smiley, helping people adopt the right pet for their lifestyle, and then help train them so they keep that pet forever. And this is why Smiley and I are so happy to introduce to you our very special guest today, Dr. Lisa Newell of Malibu Coast Animal Hospital. And Dr. Lisa is not just any local vet. She is a Malibu icon. She's a vet to many of Malibu's pet-loving celebrities, but she is also a dear, dear friend who's helped us so many times. Now, you all know Angel and Smiley, and before them, we had Guardian and Spirit for 15 years. And when it was dire, it was their time to move on, Dr. Lisa came to our house to help them. And after 15 years, they passed within three days of each other. And Dr. Lisa, we will never, never forget all that you have done for us. Everyone here knows and loves Dr. Lisa. So Dr. Lisa, welcome to a Super Smiley Adventure. Thank you, Megan. I'm very, very happy to be here. Oh, Dr. Lisa, I'm really excited because right after the break, we're also going to get a call from Everybody Loves Raymond's Brad Garrett, who is emceeing your event coming up. Everybody Loves Brad. Is that true? Isn't he just the coolest guy? He's an awesome man. He's funny. He's talented. And more importantly, he loves animals. He's what we're all about, Megan. He's just so out there and available when it comes to helping animals and children too, actually. Very, very cool. And Dr. Lisa, so we're talking about your event. You all at the Malibu Coast Animal Hospital are sponsoring a huge Malibu event coming up. It's called Malibu Woofstock. Tell us, tell us what's going on. Well, we are having this event, Woofstock, to help promote and do fundraising for a very important organization that we are intimately involved with called Healthcare for Homeless Animals. And what this group does, it's a very amazing volunteer-based group that helps raise funds for animals in shelters. You know, half the time or a major portion of the time, these poor animals are dropped off and left at the shelters because the families just don't have the funds to take care of some pretty minor up to some very serious and significant injuries or illnesses. So this incredible group, this is what they do. They raise the funds so we can get these animals fixed up, healthy, and adopted. That is so so cool. And Woofstock, the event, is going to raise money to help support that. Is that right? 
Exactly, and that's what we're doing. We are doing several different things, and the biggest one, the coolest one being, we're going to have a dog walkathon. So you and your pet <laughs> can come down and support Woofstock by a small donation and have a great time walking in the beautiful park right next to our hospital. I love that. Yes, it is in Legacy Park in Malibu, right in the heart of Malibu, which is right next door to your hospital. And Dr. Lisa, I love you all at Malibu Coast Animal Hospital because not only are you great vets, but you are working to get these pets adopted from shelters by supplying this vet care so they stay alive and then they can be healthy so they can be adopted. Oh my gosh, that is just the best mission ever. And you mentioned some of the health care that you do for them. We're not just talking spaying and neutering and deworming, which of course are very, very, very important. But we're talking serious issues. Like some of them have bone sets, surgeries. I mean, this is the real deal when it comes to saving animals. So Dr. Lisa, why is it so important to you to spend these resources on homeless animals? Why is it so important? Well, you know, I think that why it's so important to me, to us, you know, is that these poor creatures, they love and live so openly and just want to be adopted and have a forever home. So we're passionate about getting these forever homes. You know, they're so forgiving. Even when they've been dumped in the shelter, they still just want love. They just want love and to make us happy. So, you know, we're doing everything we can to make this dream for the pets come true. Absolutely. Every one of them have the most, as you just said, the biggest hearts, the biggest spirits, and every one of them can add so much to our lives, and they all deserve this amazing, amazing help that you're giving them. And I read every single one of your 88 success stories <laughs> on the website there, and they are all so inspiring. I want to hear about the horse that came into the shelter when she was in full, about the senior doggies, more about Malibu Wolfstock, and coming up after the break, everybody, we have a live call from Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. So we're going to be back with Dr. Lisa and Brad Garrett right after the break. Smiley is smiling. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm Smiley Dog. I'm Super Smiley. Let's rock. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back on a super smiley adventure with Dr. Lisa talking about Woofstock Malibu. And we just got the call from our favorite Emmy winner from Everybody Loves Raymond and a slew of brilliant comedies, Brad Garrett. Welcome, Brad, and thank you for joining us. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. How are you? I am so good. I'm so good here with my dog Smiley and all my horses are around me. Oh, You're wor- nice. Yeah, yeah. We live here in Malibu too, Brad, and, and we've got the horses in the backyard and Angel and Smiley are always around and it's just so beautiful to be surrounded by this nature. And But Brad, first, your work, I have to mention, is just so brilliantly funny and Everybody Loves Raymond is my all-time favorite comedy and the character that you created there, Robert, is an absolute classic. And Robert had a dog, right? He did, he did. He <laughs> <laughs> he had his bulldog. He had Samsky for a while. And uh, I'm a huge dog lover. You know, I'm a big animal lover. I have four dogs oh, uh, myself. Great. And I love Dr. Lisa, even though she's not licensed. She's really not a veterinarian. She's a poker player. And uh, all the money she wins for me, she uses to uh, take care of animals. But one day she'll get her license and she'll be even better. Good. That's a good tip. Breaking news from Brad Garrett about Dr. Lisa. So cool. Well, Brad, what was it like working on a set with Chamsky? He was the coolest dog, just like grounded, big old bulldog. What was it like working with Chamsky? It was really great. You know, I've worked with a lot of actor animals on different shows. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. funny. Every every time I'm on a different show, there's a... And, you, you know, bulldogs. I think he had more of a flatulence problem than Peter Boyle, <laughs> which, is, which is really saying a lot. Because God bless Peter. He uh, he had an issue too, but oh. he didn't drool. Not, oh, good. Yeah, he didn't. Not until season eight. All but, right. Um, he held it together. It was, he it was great work. Yeah, that's yeah, so cool. a lot of fun. That's so cool. And and you mentioned that you've got dogs at home. Your four dogs. Tell us about your personal dogs. Well, let's see. I have a Bernie's Mountain dog. Oh, good. I have a yellow lab. Yeah, I have a blue tick coonhound. Are you familiar with those dogs? I am. You've got the coolest dogs, Brad. These are way cool dogs. They're really cool. And then I got a uh, a little West Highland Harrier, a Terrier Harrier. That's funny. He's a Harrier. <laughs> it's a Harbor Seal and Terrier mix called a Harrier. A Harrier, so, I like a, that. A West Highland, yes. That's very cool. So I have cool. one, one end of the extreme to the other. Oh, that's so cool. And and you're emceeing Wolfstock Malibu coming up this Sunday. You're taking time out of your busy schedule to do this. Tell everybody, why is it so important to you and what does this mean to you, being at this event, emceeing it? Well, you know, I've had a relationship with, you know, Melbourne that BCA for a very long time. And I'm a big animal person, man. Anything we can do to help these shelters or help these, these homeless animals. I love Lisa dearly, and she's a good friend. And uh, we try to help each other out. She helps my charity uh, and has for years. And I'm rarely in town, but when she called me, I knew I was in town. I, there was no way I would turn it down. So it's just about the exposure for our animals, which, you know, is such an important ingredient in our in our society. And, uh, you know, we need to do all we can to make sure that these uh, friends are taken care of. So that was pretty much it. I love it. I love it. And you, you said it so well that they're friends in our society. They're so important. I believe animals are healers and teachers. Have your dogs taught you anything about life? Your personal dogs, have they taught you anything? They have. They have. You know, my Bernie's mountain dog taught me how to uh, go through $20,000 in about three years. Wow. Uh, that's really all she's taught. She's a sweetheart, but God love her. She, you know, if there's any kind of illness, uh, yeah. she's going to get it. I was oh. you know, getting her one of those surgical masks that you see people walk around at the airport. Yeah. Fine. Yes. Getting one for Bernice, so she never touches anything. It's, oh. I it. it's, like, it's like my aunt Estelle has come back reincarnated as this dog. You know, my aunt was always sick. So when she passed, I felt that she came back as his dog because I love Bernice, but bless her heart, she, she always gets something. 
You know what I mean? I do, I do. And they really do give us a spiritual connection. You're talking about your aunt. They really bring a deep, deeper meaning in my life. I think you expressed that so, so well, Brad. Absolutely. Brad, thank you so much for joining us today. The amazing Brad Garrett. Thank you so much. Everybody loves Brad. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Dr. Lisa, I love Brad Garrett. That was so cool that he called in. And Woofstock Malibu is just crazy fortunate to have, have Brad as an MC, right? Yes, agreed. He couldn't say yes fast enough when I asked him to participate. (laughs) And Dr. Lisa, I have to just touch on this because this is such an unusual circumstance here in Malibu. I mean, not every veterinary clinic across the United States can just ask one of their clients, like a Brad Garrett, to emcee their event. You have so many celebrities there, but we all love our dogs. We all love our dogs, right? Exactly. And, you know, when it comes to that, they're just like us. They're just regular people. They're just as concerned, and they love just as much. So when they're human like that, I know I can approach them to help, and they do. Very, very, very well said. And Dr. Lisa, you yourself are so popular. You've been a guest on many television shows, television series, giving veterinary tips and pet tips. And today, we're so lucky to have you on a Super Smiley Adventure because of this huge event that you have coming up, as we said, emceed by Brad Garrett, and you're all raising money to save the animals. But I understand the event is also jam-packed with really fun activities, right? Tell us what will be going on when people show up. Well, besides having, you know, you always got to have good food. Got plenty of that coming. We have good. many different. We, we have many different vendors who are also participating in helping. We have like Animal Specialty and Emergency Center Care, which is California Animal Rehab, the Canine Gym, Royal Canine, Few Access Emergency Hospital. We're going to raffle off DNA testing per hour, which is like a $300 test. We're going to have free heartworm testing. Oh, Um, that's really good. Yeah. We're going to do soft paws for cats. We're going to have pet portraits. We're going to have the dog walk, like I mentioned. We're going to have a costume contest for dogs. (laughs) We're we're also going to have a peanut butter eating contest for dogs. Oh, that's so funny. Anybody who hasn't seen a dog eat peanut butter has to show up just for that one, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty entertaining for everybody. And then also we're going to have some pet portraits available as well. There's going to be many things. And then we're going to have three incredible bands playing as well. Live music, all local bands with some pretty talented people. And is Joe Reitman going to be there? I saw him on your site. Yes, is he-, he is. He, yes, cool. he is. He's a dear friend, and he is also going to be co-emceeing, hosting with Brad. So he's a very talented writer, director, actor, and one of the funniest guys. He's going to be right up there with Brad with the funny. You'll see. <laughs> so people can show up just to get a comedy act, right? I mean, my gosh, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this. Again, it's Sunday, April 27th from 2 to 5 in Legacy Park, and the purpose is, is to raise raise money for health care for homeless animals. And Dr. Lisa, I read that thousands of animals have been saved through health care for homeless animals. Is that right? Thousands? That's true. Thousands. That's not exaggeration. We've been doing this for a number of years. It is thousands. So it's, it's something that just is so meaningful and giving back. You know, I believe, Megan, that's what it's all about is giving back. I think Smiley would agree with me, too. <laughs> he, he sure does. He does. Smiley does give back. It's a working doggy. And talking about Malibu, this event is local to Malibu. But I also want to mention that there are wolf stocks across the United States. So everybody across the country. 
country, just Google Woofstock for your area. And a lot of places have some type of walk or fun pet activity to raise money to save or adopt animals. So be sure to check that out for the one in your area, right, Dr. Lisa? So everybody can participate in helping animals, right? I agree. Yes, definitely. And, you know, it's something, you know, everybody should be able to give back in some way. We just want to make it a little more fun. Absolutely. And you mentioned Smiley giving back, which was just so fun, so cool. The very first Woofstock that Smiley and I went to was the one in Beverly Hills. And this was the event that marked the world's first flash mob for pet adoption. It was the super smiley flash mob for pet adoption was done at the Beverly Hills Woofstock. So we want to give a shout out to them because their Woofstock is coming Mm -hmm. up in the summer because it was delayed due to all that rain we had a month ago. Do you remember all that rain we had out here? It was crazy. It was unusual. We loved it though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we really did. Let's see. Oh, Malibu Woofstock this Sunday is also happening to celebrate the grand opening of the Malibu Coast Animal Hospital, right? You've done a remodel. Tell us about that. Yes, the re-grand opening of the hospital after six long months, and it seemed longer, we completely gutted the hospital and made better use of the space that we had. It's phenomenal. Dr. DiPerno, the owner of the hospital, has done an absolutely incredible job to keep it looking beachy and a beautiful, beautiful uh, <laughs> asset to the community. It's a stunning facility. We're proud of it, and we want to share. So we will also be doing tours of the hospital to come on and see what we've done and see all the beautiful state-of-the-art equipment, the modern feel and the actual casual nature of the hospital that we can provide amazing care for your pets as well. Yes, I'm actually, to tell you the truth, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. I really can't wait to see the hospital because that is so exciting. I've been with the hospital, you know, as a client for several kind of reincarnations of it. And I'm really excited to see the new, the new and improved, the new and improved version. And, and you all work with the Agora Shelter, Agora Animal Shelter here in California, which is near Malibu. And I also want to mention to everybody that Angel, my beautiful German Shepherd, came from the Agora Shelter. She'd been abandoned four times with a three-strike dog when we got her. So Dr. Lisa, again, we want to thank you. You have literally, literally touched all of our lives with the work that you do to save these animals. Thank you so much, Megan. I mean, I can't even, I can't even imagine doing anything else. My heart is so connected with this and I love what I do. I love getting up every day and going to work. I'm blessed. I want to tell everybody more about you, Dr. Lisa. There's so much we could talk about because Dr. Lisa and I do go way, way back. But Dr. Lisa just said that there's nothing else she would do. She wakes up thinking about this. So I want to share with everyone. I met Dr. Lisa over 10 years ago when she was a vet tech. And we had moved to Malibu. And I had this giant kitty cat named Priscilla. And Priscilla had had cancer several times and cancer surgeries. And she kept surviving. And every time she'd be in dire straits, I would look at her and say, Priscilla, is it time to go? Do you want us to help you? And it was like I could hear her saying, I'm still going, I'm still going. And Priscilla did. And Dr. Lisa, the whole point is that Priscilla would have surgery. She'd be at the brink of death and come back and be just as strong as ever. And she was one of these big cats. If she was a male cat, she would have weighed like 30 pounds. I mean, she was massive. But Dr. Lisa (laughs) was a vet tech. And I remember, Dr. Lisa, you were one of the vet techs that would stay there all night. They would give her fluids that would do everything. And for years, we would drive by, whenever we drive up the PCH, we'd pass the animal hospital and we'd say, that's where Dr. Lisa saved Priscilla. So I just want everybody to really, really know how much we love you, Dr. Lisa, and how much you've done for all of us. And there are so many sad, horrible stories about animals on Facebook and TV images every place, and they're real. They are out there. But I love that on the website for the homeless pets, the healthcare for the homeless pets, 
guys, that you all post these success stories and they are so wonderful and inspiring. They're inspiring about the stories of survival for the animals and they're also inspiring stories of the human compassion. Do you find that as well, Dr. Lisa? I do. And, you know, it's so important. We read enough. We see enough, like you said, on Facebook and other places on the Internet of the tragedy and the horrible pictures. I think it's more important to focus on the beautiful side because we all do have that beautiful side. And, you know, I think that gives people hope and inspires others to say, you know, maybe I could do this. You know, there's definitely a core group of people that go out there. And let's say there's people who take senior animals. To me, those are the most special people. They're willing to adopt these 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old pets who were, first of all, dumped by their owners in the shelter. And these are people who are willing to give them their forever home for even if it's just for a year. You know, so I think that those stories are inspiration and it's important to keep that word out there. More positive that I believe in that for sure. I love that. I love that. And you mentioned the senior animals. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a pair on there on the website and they're Fudgy and Misty. They're a senior pair. Do you remember them? And they were going to be, they were brought in by their owner to be euthanized because they had skin and ear problems, but you all saved them. And and I, do you remember them? Do you remember these dogs? I do. I think I took care of Misty and, you know, and these are things that can be, you know, these were pretty minor things, but it's like commitment. It's commitment to follow up and, you know, do what we want you to do to, to give these animals the care they need. So some people just, you know, either financially have found themselves in a situation where they can't take care of them or some just are tired of having to take care of them, you know, which it's really sad. I really, I really do have a problem. I get a little angry when yeah. I, people adopt and they really shouldn't. I mean, it's okay to not have pets if you really can't take care of them properly. Right, you know? exactly. They do need to be taken care of. And But I love Fudgy and Misty's story because at the end, I'm quoting here on the website, it says, both dogs have been adopted by wonderful families who adore them and feel fortunate to have them as part of the family. I mean, that sentence sums it up. I just loved it. I loved it, Dr. Lisa. And there's so many stories. I want to touch on the one with the, the mare, the horse who came in and then it was discovered that she was in full. She was pregnant and she had her little baby there. Did you get to meet her? I'm sure you've seen the picture even if you didn't work on her. Uh, yeah, I see the picture. I did not, unfortunately, <laughs> I did not get to meet her, but I did see the picture and read the story as well. Yeah. Oh, it is so sweet. I want to send everyone, invite everybody to go to healthcareforhomelessanimals.com and you can just look around on there and the stories are so inspiring. You can see what Dr. Lisa and her comrades there are working on it is and there's so much that you all do for these animals let's take a quick break and we're going to hear more about all of this and more about Woofstock malibu when we come back super smiley can you wait good boy sit stay we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. 
In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available in iTunes. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast, is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the tales of the city. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with Dr. Lisa Newell from Malibu Coast Animal Hospital and Malibu Woodstock. Dr. Lisa, I saw that the Agora Shelter and Healthcare for Homeless Animals has all kinds of programs to help animals. Like the Girl Scouts are working with dogs there. Can you tell us about the Girl Scouts? The Girl Scouts, they are trying to, you know, raise funds also for healthcare for homeless animals. And I believe that they were also trying to get some volunteering to help, you know, like the core volunteers. And there's a lot of animals at the shelter. So they depend on those volunteers coming and walking the dogs, giving them love, you know, and supportive care like that. So I believe that they were also involved with providing those kind of services. That's exactly right, Dr. Lisa. That's what I read. And what I love about this, when you get kids, like the Girl Scout groups, then it reinforces caretaking, having responsibility, compassion, empathy. It's just so good when organizations like Girl Scouts or other kids' organizations could go into the shelters. And there's another cool story about an eighth grader turned entrepreneur, Alex. I can tell everybody. Or did you meet Alex? Do you know about his story, what he did? No, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know about it. Well, him. let me tell you all. Um, said that Alex was just an eighth grader and he liked to cook. So he decided he was going to get some recipes for healthy dog treats and he made them and he sold them and he made $100 Plus, he did, that ended up being a community service project for his school, and he donated all the money to the shelter. So these are just so inspiring. They're little things, but, you know, you can think big, but then just doing the little acts is what moves the big picture along. Would you agree with that? I do, and what I also agree, and what's important to me, it's getting the younger people involved. Yes. They're the ones, they're the next generation. You know, we need to instill those values and that carrying into them. So those kind of stories, to me, are the most inspiring. I think, I think that's beautiful. There's also been kids who have decided, rather than having a birthday party, and mm-hmm. I mean, getting presents at their birthday party, they've done donations to the shelter in lieu of gifts. 
You know, when, when do you hear about that? I, I can't imagine when I was eight or nine years old thinking along that way. So it just shows we are <laughs> getting through. So it's, it's pretty incredible when I see those stories as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll segue that into Super Smiley's program for kindness, the Super Smiley Flash Mob for Kindness. He worked with the Salesian Boys and Girls Club in the inner city downtown Los Angeles sharing kindness and the values animals teach. And everybody can see that video with the little kids. We worked for six weeks with them, but we climaxed in a, the cutest flash mob in the entire world. I can say that with great confidence because they're little seven-year-olds in a park doing the flash mob. And it is just crazy, crazy, crazy cute. And it's at youtube.com slash Megan Blake. So if you like it, please share that because that is absolutely sharing that message that we're talking about, Dr. Lisa. And you'd already mentioned the senior dogs and senior program and hospice care. You all have been involved with that, right? This whole group. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, obviously, we do get animals that do have diseases that are, you know, terminal, life-threatening, whether it's cancer or kidney failure in kitty cats or, let's say, diabetes, something that needs long-term care. It's really hard to put these into a situation when they're still happy, they still have some quality of life. Why euthanize them? You know what I mean? So those are the kind of special people who take on the hospice care. And you know, these patients may live a month, maybe may live a couple years, but it's incredible to me that people can open their hearts up like that and take on these beautiful creatures. I have been very much involved with, with trying to get those animals, particularly into a wonderful hospice situation. I really, really vibe to that too, Dr. Lisa. That is so important. And just bless you bless you for having that program and and we all can help first by coming to the Woofstock event in Malibu everybody can like Woofstock Malibu on Facebook and not only coming or donating I saw in there also you can be creative with your donations like the 8th grader who made treats for the dogs you can donate your old car truck RV or boat to benefit Malibu pet companions and health care for the homeless and and we just want to invite everybody to come out to Woofstock Malibu that's April 27th and then also coming up May 4th Smiley and I will be at the Paul Palooza. It's hard to say Paul Palooza <laughs> in Los <laughs> Angeles with the Super Smiley Flash Mob for Kindness. And Dr. Lisa, this event's really cool too because this event will raise money to help people afford medical care for their pets so they can keep their pets healthy and in their homes too, which is really, really important. So that's after they get the pets, they raise money to help them stay there. So we'll have more about that event. Yeah, it's very cool. Every little bit helps. So we're going to be sharing more with you about that coming up. And if you're in the North Carolina area, April 26th, I want to send everybody or invite everyone to go over to Susie's Walk in the Greensboro Triad area. You all remember Susie the dog who was burned, and she survived to become a spokesdog against animal cruelty. And she and her person, Donna Lawrence, they've been guests on our show here a few times. And Smiley and I were actually in their beautiful animal advocacy film as actors. The film's called Susie's hope so they were so sweet they asked Smiley and me to emcee their event and bring the flash mob to North Carolina but we're not going to be able to make it there Smiley and I are going to be here in Malibu for Woofstock Malibu and Dr. Lisa we're so looking forward to it I can't wait to see you and have you. And, you know, this is the first time we've done something like this kind of event. So we're excited. We're terrified. But, you know, <laughs> I know it's going to go beautifully. And, and, you know, like I said, the bottom line is just doing something important and that's so near and dear to our hearts for healthcare for homeless animals. They're just an incredible grassroots organization that's local. So everything we can to support them. 
Yes, and, and Malibu has so many animal lovers, and Dr. Lisa, you have so many fans yourself. I, I want to remind our listeners that ask you if you all remember Lou Spirito and his dog Tanner with their book, Gimme Shelter. They are Malibu friends, too, and they're going to be joining Dr. Lisa and everybody April 27th. So if you're in Southern California, come out and join all of us at Woofstock in Malibu Sunday, April 27th from 2 to 5 in Legacy Park. And Dr. Lisa, we just cannot thank you enough for all that you do for animals. Do you think we covered everything what do you think i think we did a pretty good job (laughs) (laughs) oh wait wait dr lisa i do have one more thing i always ask this question in my heart i know that animals are healers and teachers can you tell us what you've learned personally from your animal patients that have helped you in just in your personal life you know what i mean oh boy wow do we have enough time well okay (laughs) you know i (laughs) i uh didn't used to be a very spiritual person honestly, before I started practicing. And like you said, I started off as an assistant. And actually, I was an assistant there starting in the late 80s. And then I went back to school myself in 1994. So I was just, you know, I basically thought when you go, you die, that's it. You know, Mm -hmm. ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But then through some just some very incredible things with my patients. I have become very spiritual and I know they know so much more than we do mm-hmm. and that they have taught me and I can say this with all of my heart that there is something else. I can't tell you what it is, but they have taught me that we will go. We do go somewhere and they welcome that. See, they don't have the stipulation and the fear of the unknown. When they're ready to go, they're like, okay, I know I'm going. So it's hard for me to put it in good words, in proper words, but they have taught me this and it's just given me hope for something else. So it's, it's really kind of cool. And I've seen, like I said, I've seen some pretty incredible things, especially when dealing with euthanasia and that these they've taught me this and given me this huge new look out on life and and afterlife dr lisa i completely agree with you and that was so beautifully said and just real quickly i know we've we have been talking so much but i I just love talking with you your mission is amazing we talked about guardian when you came and helped him pass and guardian had liver cancer and he was so so sick so sick for two weeks he couldn't get up we were taking care of him the way you take care of a little infant but it was obvious it was his time to go and he couldn't walk for the last two weeks but he's, he was a border collie and when he was healthy border collies they patrol the perimeter of their properties that's what they do they look and they patrol their properties and we had agreed with Guardian made that sort of spiritual agreement that this was the day Dr. Lisa was going to come up this was what Guardian had told me he wanted and that morning Dr. Lisa he had not stood up for two weeks he was standing up at the door and he made one last patrol around our entire property and came (laughs) back and laid down and waited for you to come so I am right with you Dr. Lisa they have a purity of spirit that knows and that teaches purely and we're just so blessed to have you, Dr. Lisa, in, in Malibu. Thank you. Thank you again so much for everything. Thank you. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody. And if anybody has heard about this and listening to Megan Smiley's show, please come up and introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you. Oh, wonderful. Yes, yes. Come see all of us. Lou will be there. Dr. Lisa will be there. I'll be there. So just, yeah, come up and, and meet all of us. And also, let me thank, i got to give a big thank you, big shout out to the American Humane Association for asking Super Smiley to be there, their spokes dog for the Hero Dog Awards, and remind everyone to vote at herodogawards.org. And also thank you not only to Dr. Lisa, but to the entire Pacific Coast Animal Hospital and Healthcare for Homeless Animals for all you do for pets. 
and from all of us here at Pet Life Radio on a Super Smiley Adventure, we hope you all enjoy all of your adventures with your pets. And until next time, woof and super smiles. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.